Welcome to episode 21 of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing the much-anticipated Suicide Squad, as well as The Witch. Enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Ozzy, we just got out of Suicide Squad, and now we are right back here to record because we are insane, my friend. Yep. <laughs> the things we do for movies, guys. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a fair, fair um, criticism or of our lives, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll move on, and we will just continue doing what we do. Um, before we actually get into our Suicide Squad review... What we kind of want to do here is um, go over our rating system really quick because there's been a few questions coming up recently between ourselves and also a couple of listeners. So what we're going to do is just kind of clarify for everybody involved, me and Ozzy and the listeners, you, the listeners, the <laughs> the rating system that we use. Um, all right, well, let's start off here. We use a, obviously, out of 10 system, okay? I don't really like the five-star system. I think it doesn't give you enough variance. Um, and I think I just think 10 is the way to go because you can go 10 being perfect, zero being horrible, like absolutely the worst thing you've ever seen, and then five is in the middle. That's <laughs> it, I mean, it's a nice balanced system. So, all right, well, we'll start off. Um... 10 is obviously a perfect film. I don't even think I've given anything a 10. Have you given anything a 10? No. Okay. Yeah, it's obviously, like, it's a very hard thing to do. <laughs> um, all right, 9 is like a masterpiece. That's, you're talking Oscar contenders, those kinds of things. Those are going to be your 9s, most likely. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, other things can get up there. Not Oscar-only dramas, you know, but most of the time, that's how it ends up happening. Um, eight is good, or no, eight is great. Yeah, Sorry. eight is great, guys. That, that's one that you'll probably see us giving a lot, or hear us giving a lot, excuse me. Um, it's, it's just a great film. You're, anything that starts with an eight is, that's great. Go see it, like, definitely go see it. We highly recommend it if it's, if we're giving it an eight. A uh, seven is good, and anything, I say seven itself is kind of the line. That's like, if if it's above a seven, we are definitely recommending it because if it starts with a seven, it's really good. If eight, great, we've already established that. Um, if it's a below a seven, that's when you got to start either listening to some of the caveats that we're giving as we're giving you a recommendation, or just don't see it <laughs> if it's below a seven. Um, six is okay. Um, that's something that it's definitely got some good and it's got some bad and the good outweighs the bad, but there's definitely some bad. If I, for me, most of the time, if I give something that starts with a six, I don't know about you, Ozzy, but if I give something that starts with a six, I'm saying, I'm not going to stop you from going to see it, but I'm not going to tell you to go see it. Or I'm saying, go see it, but know this first. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, five is <laughs> the middle. It's as middle as you can get. It's kind of just the movie exists. It's kind of forgettable. It it has its weaknesses. It has its strengths, but it's just average. Um, four is when you get into the 
more, it's the, like, like six, like, okay, it's got its good, it's got its bad, but the bad outweighs the good when you're talking about a four. Um, for me at least. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I can be, I agree. Okay. Um, I know I'm just talking all here, but I kind of want to get through this and get to talking Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, three is just a bad film. Like, if you see us giving a three, it's bad. Definitely do not see this movie. Um, that is bad. Um, two, horrible. I, but again, as the lower we get, we're kind of playing semantics here. Two is horrible. One is garbage and zero. Obviously, most of the time you're not going to give anything a zero, but if, if we give something a zero, it's unwatchable. That's it. All right. Okay. We got through our rating system ex- explanation, and now we're going to move on to our Suicide Squad review. Ozzy, start us off here. What were your thoughts on Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. I generally, this is my first positive, okay? okay. I had fun in this movie. Okay. That's that's something that I, you can't say about a DC film nowadays. Whoa. <laughs> but I definitely had fun in this movie. All right. Um, as many shots as may be taken at Batman v Superman by Ozzy, we will not get into that debate because we've had our debates. Um, <laughs> Suicide Squad. For me, my overall thought that I kind of wanted to start off this review with is, for me, it, it has a lot of the same issues that Batman v Superman has. When you're talking narrative, story structure, those kind of things. Um, but the problem is, for me, it doesn't have the scale and the sheer epic nature that Batman v Superman has. So, it, it's not there to fix it, even as a fan, for me to sit back and go, Oh, at least I'm seeing you know, Batman and Superman fighting each other. It doesn't have that scale to overshadow its flaws. Um, so that's why I really struggled with this film. Um, but let me get into my positives first. Um, the performances. The performances were fantastic, for the most part, at least. Um, Margot Robbie was incredible, absolutely incredible in this film as Harley Quinn. I, I said from the moment they cast her, that, that was perfect casting, and it was. She proved it. Um, she definitely proved me right in that situation. Um, there's a moment that she has later in the film, towards the end, um, I guess. It, it It's in this bar scene, and that bar scene that you see in the trailer, right? Yeah. Um, that's actually a great scene. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes in the entire film. But she has a moment in that where she just shows off her acting chops, and my she, she deserved a better movie around her, in my opinion. She was so good in this movie, and she just showed that she is a world-class actress, and I just wish the movie was better around her. Yeah, I think the, to me, the shining stars were Margot Robbie, obviously, is Harley mm-hmm. Quinn, Will Smith. Will Smith is the next Will one Smith I was going to mention. Also, yep. he, he blew me away, sort of. Um, he had actually a lot of the comedy in this movie, and it's another thing for me in this movie. A lot of the comedy hit for me personally in this movie. Um, and surprisingly, I really liked, I don't know if you pronounce his name, Jay Courtney. Jay Courtney. Jay Courtney. Yeah. This is the first role I've actually ever liked him in. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> so, I actually um, have to, have to say that, um, Jay Courtney, you did a great job. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm mad. So. Um, he was entertaining, and that's the most like for a lot of his movie roles, at least because I, he was in Spartacus, and he was actually pretty good in Spartacus, the show. 
Um, but a lot of his movie roles, he, he's just boring to watch. But in this movie, he's one of the more fun characters to watch. Yeah. Um, but going back to Will Smith, his charisma is what carries this entire film. Just his on-screen presence and just the gravitas that he brings to the film. It's what drives the film. So it keeps you engaged, even when the plot makes absolutely no sense or is just happening. And you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. And but you definitely really you care about him, him and you care about him and you care about his story, even though he's a horrible person. All these people are horrible people, but they're fun to watch and they're interesting characters and they engage you and you like they're likable, but they're, even though, as they remind us over and over again, they're bad. Yeah. Um, and I think they did a great job with that. Um, actually, one of the more interesting characters to me was one that I was not expecting anything from, Diablo. Yeah, Diablo actually Oh, oh my had, gosh, like, he, he was the, one of the deepest characters in the entire movie. Yeah, that... that bar scene kind of really goes yeah, into him. it goes and into him. And even before, like, the opening line with him, we're not, I'm not going to say what it is, but he kind of just says something that you're like, oh, he's going to go in a different direction than I was expecting. Yeah. And they do take him in a different direction than you're expecting all the way up until the end with that last fight at the end. He He's one of the bigger parts of that fight, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'll mention is um, Viola Davis as... Amanda Waller. Yeah, I was going to get into her. They nailed Amanda Waller. She, like, that is the perfect Amanda Waller. Like, she's imposing, even though she's just this, like, I mean, they didn't even make her, like, the bigger Amanda Waller that a lot of people are familiar with, like, the physically imposing one. But she is, she's just so imposing and so frightening and ruthless. And every line that she not only in the writing, but in her delivery, you just are like, this is one cold woman. Yeah, she's really cold. Like, yeah. even towards the people that she's working for oh, yeah. and the people that she has working under her, yeah. she is just really cold. And she does Ruthless. not care. Mm-hmm. So, she did a fantastic I, job yeah, as Amanda Waller. The writing was perfect for that. Like, they they completely knew exactly what Amanda Waller needed to be, and they hit it right on the head. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, Jared Leto's performance I'm going to get into. Okay. Um, I actually quite liked him as a Joker. Yeah, we didn't get enough of him to... I don't think that's, you have enough that's, to and fully judge That's That's going into my negatives in a sense, but before okay. we even go there, I did like his performance as a Joker... And I was definitely interested in seeing more because he did have some funny jokes in there. Yeah. And you did see how much of a psychopath he was. Like, the way they even shot some of his scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You did see that he was really a psychopath. Yeah. So, and I like that. Um, but getting into my getting into our negatives, one of the negatives for me is that we just didn't get enough of him. And I would have liked to see okay. more of him. Because okay. I actually did I, like I, I did like him, and I did want to yeah, see more. Of, I, I agree. Um, more. Of I do have from, issues from with how he he was used in the story. Yes, we'll, we'll get there. Um, but I tend to agree with you. I liked his performance, but I just don't think there was enough there for us to fully be able to judge it, his performance, or even the character itself. Like we don't know this version of the Joker fully yet because we didn't get enough of him. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because you want to focus on the suicide squad, but it is what it is. 
Um, actually, before we move into fully our negatives, I want to mention a few more positives. Um, the action in general was pretty good. Um, it wasn't like as amazing as I necessarily wanted it to be, but I think overall it was solid. I think the individual character moments in the action was great. There's a moment where Deadshot goes off, right? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone just kind of stops and looks at him, and you're just like, <laughs> like, and it's like that was awesome so you don't really you don't blame everybody for just like stopping and being like holy crap like, um and also harley has some great moments i love how they kind of she, like all she's got is a stupid bat and the gun and she's just going ham and it works perfectly like you believe it even as ridiculous as that it's yeah you know. i mean everybody has their moment to shine in yeah. this in this movie so everybody yeah. a part of the suicide squad um, does does kick some serious butt and also the tone of this movie i thought was pretty well balanced like it wasn't overly like funny it wasn't overly dark it balanced both of those things well i think yeah i don't know if you you disagree with that but um for me it balanced it really well uh also lastly this is a small thing overall the cinematography was okay i didn't like some of the things they did visually and there were some weak cgi moments but overall the cinematography was okay and but it was amazing amazing in the last battle that's all i'm gonna say it was amazing in the last battle all right, moving on to our negatives, unless you've got anything else to throw in there. No, I don't. All right. Negatives. Big one for me, I think I mentioned it before, the story and the narrative. Yeah, it, 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 there were a lot of flashbacks, and I don't understand why people keep trying to tell stories with oh flashbacks. Gosh, it's it, sort of like lazy storytelling, in a sense. Very, very. And... It's it's ridiculous. I just I, we can have there's no need for flashbacks. See, I understand if you want to have a flashback or two, it's fine. But to make it like thirty it was, minutes it of a movie, it was their main means of telling the backstory, and that's my problem with this. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily agree with you when it comes to just uh, flashbacks in general. I think flashbacks can work fine, and if they're used well and it flows well, so it can work fine. It did not flow at all. They basically, what they do is throw all the backstory and exposition in the front of this movie. And it's just like, you're getting all these, all this information, but then they reintroduce the characters to you. So why did you give us all these things? It's like, what is going on? I don't know. It did not flow at all. That that was my problem with the narrative. It just felt like we got this exposition and introduction dump right at the beginning. And then... They get, and then the story gets started, and then there's a flat moment, and then the story picks up, but then it's all over the place. That's another one of my issues with it. The pacing was all over the place in this movie. Mm -hmm. It was not consistent. It just felt like, at the beginning, like I said, it's like, boom, 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 because it's giving you all this exposition, and then slow moment, and then it's like, speed up, speed up, get through the story, and it's like, oh my gosh, slow down. But, yeah, a lot of things felt rushed in this movie, yeah. I have to say. And, like, there's... I'm not going to get into it, but... Um, Tatsu's really... Um, Tatsu's, Tatsu's entrance and then her perfor- then her relationship with the, with the soldier it was mm-hmm. kind of just random to me. How, like, she was kind of introduced. Tatsu? The... The Asian girl. Oh, oh, uh, Katana. Yeah, Katana, okay. Tatsu. Um... 
But they don't explain their relationship or how they know each other at all. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of did feel random. I didn't mind it necessarily, be, but that might be... Again, this might be because I know Katana's backstory, um, and I know kind of, like, when they're talking about her sword, I'm like, that's legit. Like, they're bringing him some real comic book stuff. So that was pretty awesome for me, at least. Um, so I didn't necessarily mind her character. What felt... No, I didn't mind her character yeah. either. I actually liked her character. Yeah. I'm just saying her end... Her entrance was sort of random. Mm-hmm. Like, th- he didn't really explain why she was there. Yeah. She just sort of came there. Uh, that That's actually what I feel like, what I feel about Joker's story. Uh, he just what came in and out of the story, and it's just like, wh- does he have a purpose at all? Like, it kind of just felt like a distraction from the main plot, and it just just felt random. It didn't fit, didn't flow his entrances and exits. Like he is introduced and he seems like he's going to be an integral part of the story disappears for an entire section of the movie comes back and then he's gone again. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really, they didn't really use him well in this, in this story, unfortunately. Yeah. Also, another thing I'll talk about is the, just the actual story behind the, like the, the plot of the movie. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to spoil anything, which again, all right, we are going to have a spoiler discussion of this movie. Don't worry. Don't worry, you listeners. We are going to have a spoiler discussion, but that will be on Tuesday is when that will come out. Um, but at, the story is just so, I, I don't know. It felt unnecessary. Like it felt like it was caught it, like it, it was caused by the, all the events of the movie anyway. Like, it just felt like this shouldn't be happening. And the, the characters who are in charge downplay the plot the entire movie. So you're just like, if nobody, if none of these people care or know what this, what is actually going on, why should I care about what's going on? I completely agree with you there. And I don't think it was a right, I, I'm not gonna get in, I'm not gonna say that because I don't yeah. wanna spoil anything. Um, um but, I just don't like the direction the story went. It just felt so forced. Yeah, th- that's another thing. It some things felt forced. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say this: DC again failed to have guts in the end. If you know what I'm talking about, we'll okay. talk about it more in the spoiler. Yeah, room. yeah. I by the end, I was just like, I don't really care because, um. Okay, there's some really, really silly moments in this movie. Really silly. And a couple of them have to do, unfortunately, with the little girl who played Will Smith's daughter in this movie. Will Smith's um, character star, Deadshot's daughter. Like, there were so many moments where I was literally like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) 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 Like, it was just like, what is going on? Like, she would do something, you're like, what? And then also, like, at the end of this movie, you're just like, again, continue. It's just like, what? what? Like, it just interrupts the story. <laughs> I don't know how to process this. This is just so unspeakably stupid what is happening right now that I, I don't know. It just, I didn't care by the end. It's like, I, I don't know. Which is unfortunate because, like I said, I really liked the last battle of this movie. I yeah, but, really but like, something, but, but something then happens, it ruins it, and, and it's just like, oh, yeah. okay, whatever. Um, yeah. So, do you have any more negatives? Um, that's about it for me. Like a lot of, like I said, I mean, there were a lot of dream sequences. Mm-hmm. Things felt forced, rushed, and yeah, things just sort of happened in this movie that you just have to accept. Yeah. 
Um, so that's, that's it for me, really. Okay. One thing that I'll go back, going back to the first thing we talked about, um, in the negatives was how they introduced all these characters and with all the exposition and backstory dump that they give us. I'm thinking as I was watching it, I was like, you know, we had a similar movie to this, like a similar idea of the movie in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It's a bunch of misfits. Even borderline criminals, or these are extreme, more criminal to borderline criminal. But they were able to introduce these characters flawlessly. And yes, we had our lineup type moment where they kind of point and be like, this is this person, this is this person. But it didn't feel heavy handed. It fit in the story. It flowed. I just, I don't understand how they couldn't figure out a way to make their introductions flow. And there, there's just... I, I just am frustrated that DC can't figure out how to properly introduce characters. Yeah, they kind of just like to just throw everything at you, yeah. and we're just supposed to accept it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for someone, I mean, I, I like comics, and I've read comics all the time, yeah. but for someone who isn't really familiar with comics, who wants to get into this universe, mm-hmm. you have to really sit down and really explain it to, to the audience. Because the audience needs to know what's going on, and the audience yeah, needs just to kind know. Of throw things at you, yeah. yeah, like, like, why should we care about these people, and yeah. why, you know? But they just, they just throw things at you, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's quite frustrating, as you said, and yeah. it's. Um, they need to get something down because this. I mean, I'll, I'll say this: I enjoy this movie. Like I said, I had fun in this movie, but they need to come up with a better formula because yeah. it's. Um, getting ri- it's really ridiculous at this point. There, there's there is actually a character in this movie who is completely a hundred percent pointless, and I'm not going to say who it is because it'll spoil something that happens in the movie. But it is so ridiculously stupid how they treated this character that I was just my my mind was blown that this actually was how they dealt with this character. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Um, and then lastly. I don't know if I've already said lastly, but one more thing that I have to mention. I've just, I've come to the conclusion after seeing a couple movies with her in it, I've come to the conclusion that Cara Delevingne, or however you say her name, is not a good actress. She's just not a good actress. Oh, you don't want, you didn't like her in the movie? No. She, I, at first I thought, okay, they're actually playing to her strengths, but then it just, it gets so ridiculous what happens with her character. Not, and like, you can't really blame... No, no, no. But, but her performance, it just... I was just like, you are showing no emotion at all. Like, at all. I just don't believe anything that's happening from you. Like, sure, she has the look down, but I think... Her character goes through a little bit of a... She has a weird character arc, right? And I thought early in the movie it worked for her. But then where her character ends up going... She just could not, she doesn't have the presence on screen to handle that level of performance that was required. I think you're role. an extreme minority when it comes to her, are, are you? I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't read any other reviews, um, but I don't think she's good. That's a bottom line. Um, mm-mm. I think she's, I think she did a pretty decent job. I mean, <laughs> Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> You're being a little generous, but we'll see. All I'm gonna say. All right. I'm gonna. I might have to see the movie again. Um, I'm probably not gonna see. It <laughs> I didn't. I didn't use my movie password, so true. Fair well. enough. Um. All right. Well, Ozzy, unless you've got anything else to get into, 
Um, do you want to give our ratings to this movie? Yeah. Um, I'm rating it a 6.7. Okay. Um, you're actually lower than I was expecting you to be because I know you liked this movie more than I did. No, I mean, I, I really liked it, but it wasn't, it, it's I, not, it's not, okay, I think it's not at that level where it's yeah, really where I, it's I, good. I will, yeah. But it's be- right below it. So. Okay. I, I think I know where you're at right now because I was having this conversation with my one of my friends today, Bobby, who's actually been on the podcast before uh-huh. on our Game of Thrones extravaganza. Go check that episode <laughs> out. Um, but I was having this conversation with him today about the difference between a great film and like lo- liking a film. You know, mm-hmm. what, this is why I have fa- like a top ten favorites list and then a top ten best list at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like because I'm not gonna have. Like, this movie's gonna be nowhere near my top ten best movies of the year. Cause it's not, I'm not gonna call it a good movie, cause it's not. But, maybe it's fringe t- top favorites, because I liked being with these characters, and I liked all the comic books. Yeah, and stuff. you have a you know, fun time. Yeah, and you genuinely had a, had a good time in the movie. So there's a difference. And when I give my, when we talk about our ratings, we're talking about the film's quality. <laughs> not how much, like, we, liked the film on a nerdy way, on a nerdy level, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, for me, this is a 6.2. It's okay. I, I'm, it might even be worse than that, the more I think about it, but as of right now, it's a 6.2. You might uh, go lower, guys. Huh? You might go lower. Uh, we'll, we'll see if I see <laughs> it again, but um, it's, I, the, it's just got so many issues, and like I said, it's got a lot of the same issues as Batman v Superman, but it's magnified because it's such a smaller scale story. So you don't have like the big epicness of the story to kind of cover it up, you know? Yeah, um, I can agree with that. So that's our review of Bat or of Suicide Squad. <laughs> I almost said Batman v Superman um, of Suicide Squad. Would you say this movie's pretty disappointing? I, I can say it didn't live up to the hype, so yes, I yeah, would say it's. I it's was disappointed a by it too, but it's still. I wasn't. If it's any consolation, it's not as disappointing as Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Personally, to me, because I felt like after I walked out of the theater, there I was just like, oh my goodness, really? This one, I was just like, mm, you know, it, it was still um, a fun time, and yeah. it's it's not as. See, I had good. more fun in Batman v Superman than I did in this. I'm shocked because that movie was extremely grim and that movie barely had any laughs. This one I was just, I was laughing and I was just like That's not all that fun <laughs> is. I it's just you can have fun watching action, you know, and that's what I, I had fun watching this. I mean, I had fun I watching know. action in that movie too, but I mean yeah. I don't know. I I I think I had more fun with that movie Superman. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see how it falls at the end of the year. But I mean I mean three hours, bro. So it's not, nah, bro. It's not. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we're not going to have this discussion again. <laughs> um, yeah, th- th- I would definitely say this is a disappointment, but it is what it is, and we will have a more in-depth conversation next week. Yes, um, we will. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to a movie that I've been talking about, even on this podcast, ever since I saw it in February. Um... The Witch. This is a horror film that, in my opinion, is the best horror film of the year. I've said that on this podcast before, and Ozzy finally saw it because I got it on Blu-ray. Yes. I was like, we are watching this movie. I actually have the poster as well now. 
I really like this movie. Oh, you have a poster? Yeah, I haven't put it up yet, but oh. it's over on my desk. Um, anyway, Ozzy, since you are more fresh out of this movie, what did you think of The Witch? I completely hated this movie. I thought it was a piece of crap. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, Alright, starting off with the positives, I'm just going to say the cinematography for this movie was actually really, really it's, it's good. fantastic. Like, I really enjoyed the cinematography. Like, mm-hmm. when we had shots of the landscape and, and everything, I was, I was just falling in love with the setting. Mm-hmm. And... I thought it was awesome. Def- definitely the way they they caught the emotions of the actors and everything. I thought thought they did a pretty good job with the cinematography. And I'm actually mm-hmm. really shocked too, just because it's horror. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't expect the cinematography to be this good. Not I know I said that for Conjuring too. Yeah, because I know because James Wan knows how to like he knows how to shoot horror. Yeah, but, but this, this was this was like and Carlos has said this before to me on the air, off the air and on the air. I think. That this is just not your traditional horror it's not. film. So it's the way it's shot is not even traditionally horror. So it's definitely a really newly shot horror film. I think it's a unique horror film, I have to say. They do some brilliant stuff with the camera in the at the end of this movie. It is fantastic. The the decisions that they make with um how like, just the framing of their shots and things like that. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, but I'm going to start off with what what was impressed me the most, just flat out impressed me, I didn't have any complaints, was the performances in this movie. Yeah, the performances in this movie um, were amazing. There Especially are a, from the children. Yes, there are a lot of child actors in this movie. It's a family that... Basically, this one is about a family that... Um, they move out of this village. Their, their village, right? right? Yeah. And... They're forced to go live by themselves on the edge of this woods, on the edge of these woods. And they have to, they just have to deal with these things that are happening to them. And it's a family of obviously two parents. And then how many kids are there? Two, three, there's four, the five. five. There are five kids. So there's a lot of child actors in this movie and they are all fantastic. Yes. Um, the kid who played Caleb, um, Henry, Grimshaw, something like that. Um, he was, he has an incredible scene in this movie. It is just brilliant performance. And, um, Anya Taylor Joy is the, basically, who's the, ends up being the main character of the film. Uh, she is someone who I've been raving about ever since I saw this movie. <laughs> she is fantastic. And I cannot wait to see Morgan with her in it. It I, like I think that was on both of our was that on both of our top ten most anticipated yeah, I think for so, us yeah. of the year. So definitely more so because of her. Um, and then also Ralph Einson, who played the father. His voice is incredible. <laughs> Let me just start there. He has a yeah, great I mean, voice. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, whoa. He has a great voice. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely a voice to look out for. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I, going back to your, the, your cinematography comment, I think it really adds to the atmosphere of this film. And that is what, to me, that is what true horror, that's, that's what good horror is. It, it gets you just, surrounds you in this atmosphere that, just creeps you out and puts you on edge. And I think this film does a fantastic job with that from cinematography to the pacing and the, the way things happen and the imagery that they show you is just yeah, disturbing. Mean, they really drown you in this setting that makes yeah. you feel like you're really a part of it. And I can't say that for a lot of movies today, but they really drown you 
in the setting. And that's awesome that they did that. I really do appreciate it. Another thing I want to mention is the soundtrack in this movie. It is fantastic. Haunting. It's very haunting, very eerie, and it, it's very suspenseful. Yeah. Very, very suspenseful. And they, it goes perfectly with like when they're, when they're getting ready to show you things, like it goes very perfectly mm-hmm. with it. And I'm just like, and I remember talking Carlos, I'm just like, this is some really weird soundtracks, yeah. but it's really good. So yeah. it definitely want to appreciate the soundtracks. Um, in this movie, yeah. and they do respect the timeline. Oh my gosh, they They're, really respect the timeline. They, I, I did not add it in my notes, but I just have to say yeah. that they really do respect the, the timeline. The attention to detail. This movie is set in the 1600s, and the attention to detail that this film has for that time period is incredible. From the accents to the 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 way the they dialogue. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And, um, I, I was really impressed by that. It's going to, that's one thing that I will mention. I'm not, I don't consider it a negative, but it's something you have to mention because of the dialogue. It can be rough to understand at times. So if that's something that you're going to struggle with, then you, you need to know that going in. I don't really consider it a negative, but it, it's just something that has to be said yeah. because the dialogue is so old. English or Middle English. Yeah, so I would suggest putting subtitles just in case you can oh, yeah, you, understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what really? I don't want to spoil the story because it's so good. But what really um, is the scary aspect of this film? Because this film is not something that scares you in the moment. Because I don't think that's what good horror necessarily does. Obviously, there's good horror movies that do that. The Conjuring, right? That's going to scare you in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But what? great horror does is it scares you after you watch it it stays with you it makes you scared to turn the lights off at night you know what i'm saying that's what great horror is i thought about, I thought about this movie i work and i couldn't <laughs> that's what great horror is it. and this film does that because of the dark themes that it touches on and like i said the atmosphere but the dark themes that it touches on it touches on the ideas really twisted ideas of religion, of sin, of the devil. It, their concept of the devil is fantastic. I mean, it's disturbing. And that's what the, that's the best way to describe this movie, is disturbing. It disturbs you to the core, and it sticks with you, so that the more you think about it, the more disturbed you are about how this movie progresses, and then how it resolves itself. Uh-huh. I completely um, agree with you. And speaking of that resolution, the ending of this movie is... In my opinion, one of the most iconic endings to a horror film I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely a chilling one that you cannot get out of your head. Yeah, um, it, it's fantastic. I'm not, we're not going to spoil anything yeah. for you, but it's fantastic. Um, that's... All right. Well, do you have any more positives before we move into our scarce negatives? No, I don't have anything um, else. I don't have many negatives to say. It's something that does, I think, is going to hold this one back for a lot of people. And why Why you look at the fan score of the movie, it's a little low. It's pretty low compared to the critic score. I think critics, it's like 91% and fans, it's like 55%. Uh-huh. Um, but what I think hold this, people, hold this movie back for a lot of people is the pacing of it. It's very slow. I mean, it's not necessarily slow. It's just, it's a deliberately paced movie. And especially towards the middle, it has some slowness to it, and it feels like they could have picked it up just a little bit. Um, I, again, it's not a huge complaint, but it's, it's something that 
it, it does hold the movie back a little bit at times. Yeah, that, that's my negative. It, it holds it back, and you just have to be patient enough to really accept it because yeah. it does pay off in the end. Oh my it gosh, really it does. does. And just, if you cannot appreciate the ending of this movie, and if you cannot appreciate what they did throughout it mm-hmm. for the ending to make sense, then you're ridiculous because yeah. the way that it does pay off, it's fantastic. And, and if you if you watch this movie and think, oh, what? All right, come on, what's going on? And then you get to the end and you're like, how does that explain anything? Just just think about it. Just I promise you, you put a little bit of thought into it, you are going to understand that this movie is absolutely brilliant. And this is like, and even if if you don't understand, come at me on Twitter and talk, we'll talk about it. Yeah, because they <laughs> because they they plant little eggs here and there, and then they all just hatch in the end. You're just like, whoa, like this is crazy. Um, it, so. it is fantastic. It's one of those movies that the more you first of all think about it, and then the more you talk about it. It gets, it's just so much better. I think my first viewing, I gave this movie an 8.1. Second viewing, 8.6. And now my third viewing, 8.8. That is my rating of this movie. It is so good. It gets better every time you watch it. Like I said, I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Take um, on the bite, guys. To me, this is the kind of movie that film classes are going to be taught when it comes to horror movies. Like, they are going to use this movie in film classes. It's that good. Didn't you say it's this guy's first, um, and it's first his direct first directorial director? Is it's the first time director and the first time writer, and it's the same guy. Wow, that's incredible! He did me. a fantastic job. Um, all right, Ozzy, what are you what are you giving this movie? I'm giving this movie an eight point four. All right, eight point four, just a maybe, little lower than you, but maybe if you watch this like a time, I'm, I'm not watching this. I'm not. This movie's, I don't even want to buy this movie because I don't want it to like haunt me in my own house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely check that out. Rent it. Um, get it on Blu-ray, DVD, whatever. Check it out. Came out came out earlier this year, so it'll definitely probably be on my top ten of the year. We'll see if it ends up on Aussies. How that goes. Um, all right. Well, before we close things out, um, we're actually running pretty short here, so we've got a little bit of time. What do we got for recommendations, Aussie? I'm going to go ahead and recommend Stranger Things. I don't know if I have done it before, but I'm going to do it now. This show is one of the best shows I've seen this year. It's it's right up there when it comes to Daredevil and Game of Thrones. It's just... And and The Walking Dead for me, because I actually really like the season of Walking Dead. So it's really right up there for me. And this show is fantastic. The, The acting in this movie is great. Again, the, the the kid actors in this movie, they do a great mm-hmm. job. The nostalgia of the 80s is there. So if yeah. you guys are like, you know, if you guys were kids in the 80s, yeah. it's, it, it, hits, it hits home for you. Yeah. And it's just a great sci-fi show. Um, I mean, sci-fi fantasy, I'm yeah. sorry. So I it's... Mean, um, definitely go check it out. Like, I mean, you can go back and if you want to hear even more detail, go back and listen to our Stranger Things episode. It's a good episode of our podcast here. Um, I agree. It, the hype, the hype train has been building with that show. People are talking about that show. It's one of Netflix's most popular of, in a long time. And the hype is real, people. Check it out if you haven't. Yeah, it's only eight episodes. Easy binge. And so yeah, it's extremely easy binge. Carlos finished it in a day. I finished it in a few days because of work, yeah. but, um, it's a really good show. Alright, um, my recommendation is since we just watched Suicide Squad with Margot Robbie, um, a Margot Robbie movie that came out earlier this year with Tina Fey, 
Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Have you seen it, Ozzy? No. Okay. They completely missold this movie. It is. It was branded as a comedy. They sold it as a comedy. It's. It's got comedic elements, but it is not a comedy. It's more of a drama. And that being said, it is a good drama. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it, it, it's definitely like the, and I, I say it because of Margot Robbie, but really she's not that big of a part. Like it's Tina Fey's movie. They sell it as like a buddy comedy, but it's not, it's Tina Fey's movie and her character arc and, um, the things that she goes through in her character progression in this movie is fantastic. So Whiskey Tango Foxtrot is definitely a movie I would recommend. Check it out. If you get the chance Get it on Blu-ray or DVD, rent it. Um, it came out earlier this year, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. Um, yeah, that's all we got for today. Um, we are going to, like I said before, we're going to have a spoiler-heavy discussion of Suicide Squad on Tuesday. That'll be up on Tuesday, most likely. We will have a guest for that episode, so stay tuned for that. It's definitely something you will want to check out. Yeah, so this is our first for- spoiler-free episode in a while, so... Well, spoiler, with spoilers, spoilers sorry. Yeah. yeah, with spoilers in a while. Yeah, our first full-on spoiler episode, so... Yeah. But I think this movie's going to make bank, so I, I think most people are going to have seen this movie and will want to listen to a spoiler discussion. So, yeah, check out Suicide Squad and then be back for that episode of the podcast next week. All right, guys. Carlos, where can people find you on social media? Find me on Twitter at Cherry456, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Screenfellows. All right, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at CastroOzzy. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Please, 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 please rate and review the show on iTunes because we need that guys that'd be awesome if you could support us that'd be great guys this is Screen Fellas 